Corin and Jenna made their way back to Jenna's office. Corin noticed that Jenna was wincing every time she took a step, and he could tell that she was in a lot of discomfort. Is everything all right, Jenna? he asked her, concerned. Jenna sighed heavily and shook her head. My feet are killing me, she said. These damn new Bottegas are a mistake. I'm also not sure how well that went. Corin knew Jenna had an intense week from hell ahead, and he didn't want her to be distracted by discomfort. Let me help you, he said. I'll remove your shoes and give you a foot massage. You'll feel better in no time. Jenna raised an eyebrow, not surprised by Corin's offer, but she was so desperate for relief she was willing to play along. Really? She feigned surprise. You don't have to do that, Corin. It's no problem, Corin replied with a smile. I just want you to feel better. Jenna nodded, knowing Corn was developing quite the foot fetish. She kicked off her high heels and wiggled her toes, relieved to finally have some relief. Corin knelt on the floor beside her. As Corin began to massage Jenna's feet, she let out a sigh of pleasure. His hands were strong and skilled, and he knew exactly how much pressure to apply to make her feel good. Jenna closed her eyes and leaned back in the chair, enjoying the sensation of her tight muscles relaxing. As Corn continued to massage Jenna's feet, the two of them chatted about the meeting, and what a curiosity Thomas was. Jenna said that she thought she'd figured out the dynamic between Angela and her assistant, but now wasn't the time to discuss it. Jenna found herself relaxing more and more with each passing minute, and before she knew it, her feet no longer hurt at all. Just as she was about to fall asleep, she felt the firmness of Corin's erection through his pants. Corin. Jenna said in a disgusted tone, opening her eyes and looking down at his crotch. You really can't control yourself, can you? Corin looked down, ashamed, but realized he was caught. The two of them sat in uncomfortable silence for a few minutes, in an awkward moment indeed, when all of a sudden, Jenna spoke up. So about Thomas and Angela, I think there's a lot of corporal going on there. Corporal? Corin inhaled and choked on his saliva. Yes, corporal, corporal punishment. Spanking. Regular and hard spanking, I bet. Jenna nodded sagely. In fact, stand up. S-s-s-s-s-stand, he stammered. I said stand up, Jenna commanded. As Jenna's male assistant, Corn was used to the occasional awkward moment, but nothing could have prepared him for what was about to happen. Stand up, Jenna commanded again, her tone leaving no room for argument. Corn stood tentatively, unsure of what was going on. Go over to that desk, she pointed at the extra metal desk in the corner of the office. Bend over it and stick your ass in the air like Maggie Gyllenhaal did in the secretary. Corn's heart raced as he walked over to the desk. He could feel his cheeks flushing with embarrassment as he bent over as instructed. He'd always been turned on by spanking scenes, but this was really about to happen. Good. Jenna said approvingly, surveying Corn's position. Now, let's get started. With that, she reached down and lifted up Corn's shirt, then pulled down his trousers and panties, exposing his bare skin to the cool air of the office. Corn couldn't believe what was happening. He was about to be spanked by his boss in front of potentially anyone who might walk by. But then she began. The first strike was a firm swat on his right cheek that sent a jolt through his entire body. Corden couldn't help but gasp out loud as he felt his flesh ripple from the impact. Again and again she struck him, each blow harder than the last. Corn gritted his teeth against the pain, trying to keep his composure, even though every nerve in his body was screaming out in agony. Just like that, it was over. 
Jenna lowered her hand and stepped back from Corn's prone form. He lay there over the desk for a moment, completely stunned by what had happened. Get up, she said brusquely, turning away from him and returning to her desk. Corn slowly rose from her desk, feeling dazed and disoriented. He knew he should feel angry or humiliated or something, anything, but all he felt was a dull ache where Jenna had struck him, pulsing with every beat of his heart that was still racing. As he shakily made his way back to his own desk, Corn couldn't help but wonder what had just happened. Had he really just been spanked in the office? And why? Was this the direction their relationship was heading? As the day continued, Jenna spoke to him as if that hadn't happened. She gave him directives about upcoming meetings for the week, as well as phone calls he needed to make. Since she'd not heard back from Angela yet, she decided they'd try reaching out to Kylie Gable of Candy Apple Press. She wanted to get at least one erotica publishing company in the list of clients for her marketing firm. As the day was wrapping up, Corn knocked lightly on Jenna's door. Ma'am, I have a proposition. Jenna looked up at him over the top of her reading glasses. A proposition? I love to cook. This week is going to be crazy, and I'd like to come make dinner for you Friday night to celebrate a successful week. Corn spoke as if she'd already agreed and he knew it was going to be a great week. Interesting, Jenna said, picking up her phone. She was seemingly ignoring him, or so he thought. A text came in on his phone from Jenna. 6 p.m. Friday. Don't be late. She chuckled when his phone chimed. He just answered audibly, I won't be late, ma'am. The next day, Tuesday, Corrin had arranged a meeting with Kylie Gable of Candy Apple Press. He'd done his research and learned that Kylie wasn't a big tea or coffee person, that Diet Mountain Dew was her favorite, and also that she had a sweet tooth and loved turtles and poochkies. He made a point of having it all on hand. He set up the meeting room in a Barbie pink color, as he'd also read that was Kylie's favorite color. Jenna sat at the head of the conference table, waiting for her meeting with Kylie, an erotica publisher. She'd been trying to get an erotica publisher for a while, so naturally she was thrilled when she finally agreed to meet with her in person. Jenna's mind raced with ideas and possible strategies for working with Kylie and expanding their respective businesses. Corin walked in with a tray full of snacks and drinks. Turtles, poochkies, and Diet Mountain Dew at your service, he said with a smile as he set the tray on the table. He had also managed to set out pink, barbie-colored cups and straws. Jenna giggled and thanked him before turning her attention back to the upcoming meeting. You really did your homework. I hope this goes well. She could feel the excitement building up inside of her as she waited for Kylie's arrival. The door opened and in walked Kylie, followed by her assistant, Nicole. Kylie was wearing a DKNY suit in hot pink, with matching shoes and lipstick. Her dark brown hair flowed effortlessly down her back. Nicole was a bit more subtle, dressed in light pink with short blonde hair. She was quite a contrast to her boss. Jenna and Kylie greeted each other warmly before taking a seat around the conference table. So, Jenna, tell me what you have in mind for our collaboration, Kylie said, as she folded her hands. Jenna couldn't help but notice her flawless manicure. Jenna took a deep breath before launching into her ideas. You don't beat around the bush. Well... I was thinking that we could promote each other's businesses on our respective platforms for starters and give each other an affiliate or finder's fee. You could advertise my marketing services on your website or through your email list, and I could do the same for your books. Kylie nodded thoughtfully as she listened to Jenna's proposal. That sounds like a great idea. It's definitely outside the box. But let me ask you something. 
How comfortable are you with promoting erotic content? I write and publish, and let's not mince words here, porn, specifically feminization heavy porn. Jenna bit her lip nervously. Honestly, it's not really my area of expertise, but I am a fan and a purchaser of erotic novels, and I'm very open-minded and determined to push your company right to the top. Kylie smiled reassuringly at her. Don't worry about it too much. We can work together to come up with tasteful ways to promote my books without compromising your brand. I just need to find innovative ways to push people to purchase options. Feminization is just a niche. Once you learn it, the marketing is self-explanatory. They continued discussing their ideas for a few more minutes before Jenna brought up another topic that had been on her mind. I've also been thinking about creating some original content for your publishing company. Maybe some marketing materials or blog posts focus on the FLR topic and erotica femdom genres. Kylie's eyes lit up at this suggestion. So you know more than you've let on. I love that idea. We could definitely use some fresh content on our website and our social media accounts. I do include femdom in many of my books, so I look forward to seeing what you have. As they continued brainstorming with ideas, Jenna couldn't help but feel grateful for the opportunity to work with Kylie and learn from all her expertise in this industry. She felt she could really benefit from a working relationship. Nicole was pretty silent, but Jenna noticed that she was exceptionally attentive to Kylie, meeting her needs before Kylie would even speak them. Jenna was curious where she'd found such a great assistant, but figured it'd be a bit creepy to inquire about it. As the meeting concluded, Jenna was feeling a bit unsure of how it went. As Kylie and Nicole were leaving the office, making their way out, Kylie turned around and said with a smile, send over a preliminary contract and we can start on the first of the month. Jenna somehow managed to keep her cool, though on the inside she was squealing with delight. Sure thing, I'll have that over to you by tomorrow. Once Kylie and Nicole left the building, Corden and Jenna both did a little celebratory dance. I told you we'd be celebrating on Friday, and he held up his hand for a high five. And that was Mistress DJ reading her own story, um, Breaking Inner Assistant Part 2. I will say this, um, a normal story from Candy Apple Press is 6,000 words. Now, sometimes we'll have writers... Uh, Victoria is doing like 15,000 words. Um, I won't put out a story that's like 5,000 words. If I write a story that short, there will be another story with it. Um, but, you know, three or 6,000 words comes out somewhere between about 32 and 41 minutes, depending on how fast the reader is. And so this one is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast. I promise you the next one will not be this short. And if you're on the free podcast, it's going to even be on the shorter side because you're not getting the entire 32 minutes. Um, I do want to put in a little plug for the premium podcast right now, just because I realize I never tell anybody. All of the previous podcasts, they are still part of um, the, you know, part of the show. And so, if you subscribe now for the premium, you have access to the last 24 shows with complete audios, which means about 15 hours of audio up since just the beginning of March. So, it's a really nice little value that I'm pretty proud of. So, just a little plug for the premium podcast. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you have a great week.
Um, I will be here next week, and I hope you will be too. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. I'm going to make this quick. I know this doesn't apply to a lot of you, but if you're one of those people who really likes to buy the audios that I play on this podcast, you know, Clips for Sale has most of them. Actually, pretty much all of them. And right now, until the 23rd, they have a big 20% off sale if you spend $99. Like I said, for most of you, probably not going to be something you're going to want to run out and do. But if you have been looking to make a big purchase, you know, do it before the 23rd and get, you know, one-fifth off. Just a heads up. Now back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. I am your host, Kylie Gable. This week we have a wonderful audio from Mistress DJ. It's the second part of the Breaking In Her Assistant story. And um, second of three. We'll get the third one on in a couple more weeks, I'm sure. I hope you're having a great weekend. This is Father's Day, um, if you celebrate. And um, just hope it's been a great uh, week for you. Loving the weather out there myself. And getting a lot of writing done. Also working on a new narrator, which I am, fingers crossed, very excited about. So, lots of good stuff going on over here. Anyway, it is Breaking In Her Assistant Part 2 by Mistress DJ. Breaking In Her Assistant Part 2, written by Mistress DJ and Kylie Gable. Published by Candy Apple Press. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. Corn walked into the office thirty minutes early on Monday morning. He could feel his heart racing in his chest. The thought of wearing women's underwear had been on his mind all weekend, and he couldn't wait to feel the soft fabric against his skin once again. He was falling hard for Jenna, and was in awe of how she'd rattled him. It was thrilling the way she was taking charge. Jenna was already at her desk, typing away furiously on her computer. She looked up as Corrin walked in, and a small smirk played on her lips when she saw he came in early. Good morning, Corrin, she said, giving him a once-over. You look like you seem ready for a new week. Feeling good this morning? Corrin blushed, feeling exposed and vulnerable under her gaze. I am Jenna. Thanks for asking. Jenna nodded, then reached into her desk drawer and pulled out a small box. I have a surprise for you, she said, holding it out to Corrin. He took it hesitantly, unsure of what to expect. As he opened the box, his heart began to race faster than before. Inside, he found a pair of lacy, light pink cheeky panties. His hands shook as he reached for them, and he couldn't help but trace his fingers over the delicate fabric. They're beautiful, he whispered, feeling his mouth go dry. Jenna leaned in close, her breath hot against his ear. I knew you'd like them, she whispered. Why don't you go put them on and show me how they look? Corrin's eyes widened, feeling both excited and terrified by the prospect. Could he really do this in the office? What if someone walked in on them? Jenna must have sensed his hesitation, because she reached out and took his hand, leading him towards the bathroom at the back of the office. Come on, Corrin, she said, her voice low and seductive. I promise it'll be worth it. Corrin's heart was pounding as he followed Jenna into the bathroom. Once they were inside, she locked the door behind them and turned to face him. Take off your pants, she said, her eyes blazing with desire. Corn hesitated for a moment, then slowly began to undo his belt. As he pulled his pants down, he felt a rush of excitement wash over him. He was standing in his underwear in the middle of his office, and the thought of getting caught only made it more thrilling. Jenna stepped closer, running her hands over the fabric of the pink panties.
Mm, they do look good on you, she said, her lips brushing against his ear. She exhaled into his ear and then sent electricity all through his body. Corrin shivered, feeling a surge of desire course through his body. He wanted her so badly, but he was also scared of what might happen if anyone from the office saw. Plus, he wasn't sure if she was just teasing him or if she was starting to have feelings for him as well. As if reading his thoughts, Jenna took his hand and led him over to the sink. She turned on the water and splashed it over Corrin's face, watching as the drops trickled down his chest and over the pink lace. Relax, she said, running her hands over his body. No one's going to find us in here. And even if they did, who cares? We're just two consenting adults exploring our desires. Corrin nodded, feeling a sense of relief wash over him. He was in safe hands with Jenna, and he trusted her completely. As they continued to touch and explore each other, Corrin felt himself getting closer and closer to the edge. He couldn't remember the last time he had felt so alive, so free. She slowly pushed him down onto his knees. Finding himself kneeling in front of her, Corrin used both hands to gently raise her skirt. As he got the skirt all the way up and around her waist, he was pleasantly surprised to find Jenna was wearing panties just like the ones she'd given him. Pushing the panties to the side, he buried his face between her labia. Wait, Jenna commanded. She spun around, pulling her panties down. Then she reached back and spread the cheeks of her ample derriere. Now go ahead. He parted her cheeks even further and stuck his nose in, breathing in her essence. He couldn't help himself. The smell was intoxicating, and he began to rub himself through his panties. Sliding his tongue into her ass, he smiled as he heard Jenna let out a soft gasp. He took two fingers and slid it into her wetness. Flicking his tongue and literally French kissing her rosebud, he began thrusting those fingers in and out of her. It wasn't long until Jenna was pushing back against his face, encouraging his tongue in deeper. He kept his tongue stiff and pushed it in as deeply as he could. Finally, he felt pulsing and a gush of wetness on his fingers and realized he brought her to orgasm. As he finally let go of himself and was allowed to climax into his panties, he felt Jenna's hand on the back of his head. Good boy, she whispered. You did so well. Corin nodded, feeling his heart race as he realized just how far he'd come in such a short amount of time. I'm proud of you, Jenna said. You're really starting to open up to me. Corrin smiled, feeling his cheeks blush. He knew he'd come a long way since that first day in Jenna's office, but it was still strange to hear her say it like that. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself so much, she continued. Let's get dressed, and then we can talk about your next assignment. We have an important meeting with Angela from Literatrix Publishing. She's a real shark. I need you at your best, Corrin. Jenna's tone changed. Go set up the meeting room and put on coffee. We really need to bring our A-game. Whatever you say, Jenna, he replied in a bit of snotty tone. Jenna looked at him and shook her head. Corin, I can't believe your attitude. Just because you got to have an orgasm doesn't permit you to start thinking with a little head. Now get back into work mode. Corin felt his stomach twist. He'd been so distracted with trying to keep his arousal in check that he hadn't even been minding his tone. I'm sorry, Jenna. I don't know what I'm doing at this point, he said, hanging his head in shame. You better get your shit together quickly then, she said, walking over to him and whacking his butt hard four times. This is a very important meeting for me, and I need you to be on your best behavior. And I will, I promise, Corn replied. And I'm going to hold you to that, she said, turning and walking out of the room. Corn made his way into the break room to put on coffee, rubbing his tender ass as he walked away. How had it come to this? 
he wondered as he poured water into the coffee maker. He'd gone from a high-powered office executive to an office submissive in a month, and he couldn't get enough if he was honest with himself. The funny thing was, he had no idea where it would go. He was having the time of his life, but he knew he couldn't keep this up forever. He shuddered to think of how the world would look on him if he ever got caught. Jenna had reassured him no one would ever find out, but Corn didn't know how true that was. Even if they were really good at keeping it under wraps, it was still dangerous. Corn sighed, shaking his head. There was no sense worrying about things that could happen years down the line, he realized. He just needed to enjoy the present and try to keep Jenna happy. That was the most important thing. After starting the coffee and the hot water, he headed into the boardroom. He set up each seat with a legal pad, a new pen, and set up the screen for a PowerPoint presentation. He made sure the room was clean and smelled good. He then headed back to his desk to await the arrival of Angela. He had just sat down at his computer to check his email when the phone rang. Jenna's office, he said, picking it up. Corin speaking. Corin, this is Jenna. She said her voice seemed to be rather far away. I need you to get me a cup of coffee, and I need it now. Right away, he replied, hurrying over to the break room. Corin's heart was racing as he approached Jenna's office. Even though he knew she was inside, he hesitated, worried to go in. Do as you're told, you little bitch. Jenna snapped as soon as Corrin opened the door. You can't keep me waiting like this. She snatched the mug from his hand and took a big gulp. Her mood swings were beginning to give Corrin emotional whiplash. After he fetched Jenna's coffee, he returned to his desk. He sat there for another 15 minutes or so, sipping from his mug of piping hot coffee. Angela was running late, and Jenna was getting increasingly annoyed. He kept trying to assure her that everything was under control. But still, she was growing more and more agitated. Eventually, an additional ten minutes later, Angela entered cool as a cucumber, her assistant Thomas in tow. She gave no acknowledgment to the fact that she was nearly thirty minutes late. Thomas kowtowed to her like nobody's business. It was obvious that he was much more of a sub than an assistant. It was a curiosity. Right this way. I have the boardroom set up, Corin said, escorting Angela and Thomas to the meeting room. Walking into Jenna's office, he said softly, Jenna, Angela and Thomas are here. His voice trailed off. Finally, Jenna stifled a chuckle and said, I apologize for earlier. It's just this account can mean a big win for us. Literatrix Publishing is one of the largest erotica publishing companies in the United States. It's right up there with Candy Apple Press. To be able to handle the marketing for either or both would be a game changer. Before we go into the meeting, here... She handed Corrin a small black box tied with a burgundy bow. Corrin opened up the box carefully. It was a strict waist trainer by Skims. Uh, thanks? What is it? He looked at it curiously. A waist trainer that Kim Kardashian developed. It'll give you an hourglass figure. Now put it on and let's go to the meeting. Corrin unbuckled his slacks and lifted his shirt. Wrapping the waist trainer around him, he cinched it tight and moaned a little. As he tucked his shirt in, Jenna noticed the hourglass shape. He didn't know much about Kim Kardashian or her line of skims, but this was undoubtedly bondage attire. Very feminine. I like it. Now, let's go. She stood up and walked with intention into the boardroom, her heels clicking loudly with each stride. Corin followed right behind, feeling the waist trainer constricting his chest and his breathing becoming more and more shallow. He felt he had stepped it up a notch and was ready to impress Angela. Hello, Miss Haywood, Jenna said as she and Corin entered the boardroom. I'm so grateful you're here. I've been looking forward to this meeting for a long time. 
I've heard so many wonderful things about you and Literatrix Publishing. I'm glad I could clear the time for you, Angela replied, sitting down at the boardroom table. I was very concerned about our appointment today. Your reputation precedes you, and I wanted to make sure you were comfortable, Jenna continued. It's not a problem, Angela replied, smiling politely. I appreciate your concern. Your company has a wonderful reputation, so I wanted to come in person and see what you had in store. Jenna nodded and took a seat, motioning for Corin to sit as well. Well, I've got a lot of things to share with you. Some pieces we've been thinking about for a while, and some of them, well, we came up with just this week. Corin, please go to get the coffee and the hot water for tea. Also, please stop by the cafeteria and get some pastries. Corin excused himself quietly. That's quite an assistant you've got there. I wish Thomas would fall in line without having to make a production, Angela said coldly, side-eyeing her assistant. Thomas, why don't you explain to Jenna what happened before we came over here? Thomas squeaked out in the smallest of voices. I, 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 I lost the files we needed for the meeting, and I, 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 his voice cracked like he was on the verge of tears. So you needed to be spanked into remembering where they were, Angela barked, interrupting Thomas's near meltdown. Yes, ma'am. Thomas looked down. You seem to have corn fairly well trained. What's your secret? Angela asked coyly. Willingness? He was a simp before I decided to toy with him a bit. He's turning out to be quite a good assistant, Jenna smiled. Just then, Corn returned with the coffee cart and pastries. He began serving everyone as the meeting continued, pouring beverages and serving as if he'd done it for years. He also noticed that Thomas seemed very quiet and he was focused on taking notes. As the meeting concluded, Jenna thanked Angela for the opportunity to serve her company as a marketing agency and would await her decision.